<laughs> what up, what up, what up, y'all? You tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley fixing his background flag. And Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house, telling it like a T.I. is. What up, y'all? What up with it? Oh, no, what's going on? Black tactic over this way. What about you, Lisa Lisa? Can't complain myself. I can't complain. Woke up black and beautiful this morning. Woke up like this. Say that. I woke up like this. What about you, D? Uh, just want to thank everybody, man, for the support. Everybody that been chiming in with tuning us in with us, we appreciate the love. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to my aunt, who has uh, who has a product. I, I wanted to post it in the group. I will later on after that. She uh, she uh, uh, invented her own uh, uh, invented her own invention to uh, help people who maybe have had uh, strokes or, or elderly people take their stuff out their wallets, whatever. It's pretty neat. I'll put the website in the in the group, and y'all check her out and, and, and patronize her, you know what I mean? Her own invention. So much love out to Miss Diane up in Detroit. What's up, y'all? Yes, yes, Auntie Diane doing great things. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. What up, Mo Motown? What's going on with you, Patrick Bumper Boy Cole? What up, what up, what up? Again, man, you know, we're trying to, if, 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 you, if you dig what we're doing, share the video, like the video, subscribe to the, to the uh, YouTube channel, The Full Disclosure Show. You can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Breaker, Apple, you know what I mean? <coughs> Hit up Jr. Terry Sanders, what's up, y'all? Hit us up on the ground. You, you full underscore disclosure show, and um, uh, what is it? The Rich Hustle, and uh, what's your Instagram? Uh, a bit much. A bit much, which is definitely uh, apropos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> And you know, we and we rock with y'all. Yeah, we rock with y'all. Y'all rock with us, man. All love, all day. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this thing in here, man. Well, uh, let's see as we we find this find the video and share it on my page. I'm gonna go ahead and get Veronica it. Thornton. How you doing? Yes, queen? indeed. What's up, Miss Veronica? Always rocking with us. Appreciate it, man. Really do. I can't stress it. I can't stress it enough. Appreciate the support. Appreciate the love. Yeah, can't get enough love. Yeah, so, uh, without further ado, man, I guess I'm going to go ahead and set this thing off. Full disclosure show. And uh, as many of you may have seen, maybe not, uh, you, you with, with, with everything that's going on with this pandemic, Coronavirus, COVID nineteen. You're seeing a lot of the reactions to people in this country and around the world. And one of the things you're seeing is in in China. You know the uh, the Africans are being. You're seeing videos of Africans being discriminated against. Africans are being singled out. You know they have a they have a they're trying to what they're saying they're trying to stop a a re a re. Uh, rehashing of what's happening, they're blaming uh, 
travelers that's coming in, but they're only uh, singling out African travelers. They're not singling out other Chinese that are leaving and coming back. And you're seeing Africans getting kicked out their homes and they're getting tested and they're not getting their results back. They're getting uh, put out of stores, McDonald's, they're getting put, you know, and, and a lot of the fears for some reason is being put onto the Africans. And uh, you you seeing, as a result, you're seeing a lot of the African ambassadors actually writing a, lo- a, a letter to the Chinese foreign minister about this whole thing. Like, it's, and you know, you're starting to see blowback, what you was just telling me, where, you know, Chinese people that are living in Africa now, because this thing is getting blown, you know, so big that living in Africa now, they're face- facing. And we already talked about the so-called xenophobe where, and here in America, where Chinese people were getting beat up because they were getting blamed for the pandemic because it started over there. And, you know, you're just seeing this ugly bubble of hate, you know, that's always been there. You know, the the relationship between the Asian community, I'm going to slow them all in the blanket, and the African-American community has been tenuous at best here in this country. You know, you see China has a large state in Africa, just like they do pretty much everywhere else. And you're seeing a lot of that racism and, and all that just coming in to full-blown light, you know what I mean? Because it's already been there. But, you know, that's why all this ADO shit, you know what I mean? Now, you know, when you say what Africans are going going through and you have people like, well, they're not ADOs. Or, you know, this whole <laughs> bullshit, like, you know, these, these are our people, man. Regardless, we black people all over the world. It just shows you the the grasp of white supremacy. You know what I mean? That when something like this gold is coming down, you just had what two French doctors suggest about going to Africa and testing vaccines. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. out of anywhere where you, you you would think they want to go to China, where it kind of reported to started from. So I just wanted to talk about that. This whole thing with the you know Africans. In China, as well as you know, just this whole dynamic. So, uh, Miss Lisa Burnett, well, what you take? Well, I'm just, I'm not really surprised at um, how they're treating us because you know we always been the sticky bottom shit at the <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <clears throat> at least that's what they want us to believe, and that's how they treat us. So, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. As to us getting this blowback, I think that a lot of it comes from Trump and the way that he worded the whole situation. You know, he kept calling it the Chinese virus, the Chinese virus, and referring to China as the issue, as, you know, the problem. And, yeah, we're being told that the virus started in China, and that may be true, you know what I'm saying, but... If you're the leader of the country, you know our country is already divided. A right leader, a true leader, a conscious leader, a thinker would have not referred to it as the Chinese virus or better worded it, but he didn't do that. So I think, you know, that that just put fuel to the flame, but it also just perpetuates the point that we need our own. If we had our own, you know what I'm saying, we wouldn't have to, it would hurt, but it wouldn't hurt as much because China is a big part of our economy. Everything that we get, we get from China. It's made in China. 
You know, saying the materials come from Africa, but the the product is made in China. So you know what I'm saying, ladies, where we gonna get our weeds from? Where we gonna get our hair done? You know what I'm saying? How we gonna get our nails done? Man, how y'all gonna get y'all J's? You know what I'm saying? So I think that this just we really need to get how. What does it take for us? to get enough fuel under us to say, you know what? Fuck it. They keep dogging us everywhere we go. We're not treated as equal. So I'm going to get my own. When are we going to be able to come together and start having our own weave shops? Start having our own nail salons. Start having our own base. Start having our own economy so that they can say what they want to say. But guess what? It doesn't matter because I still eat. And because my country is richer than yours, as far as material, I'm going to eat. We going to eat. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that um, we need to take this as a step to start financing our own economy. I mean, we all just got a stimulus check. Donate. That start, that start a profit. That start something. Something to boost our economy. You know what I'm saying? Let's all get together. And invest so we don't have to worry about them treating us like shit because they treat us like shit but we still got to go back there to get, mm. get stuff so how you can get mad but you ain't mad enough Facts. that's how i feel we got some go ahead finish up we have some comments go oh, ahead. i digress go ahead you got some comments rich Sir, uh, johnny jones said rich and i went to see dr umar johnson about five years ago in akron at a church he talked about this day coming. He said, black people don't need to fear the white man. The Chinese terror will be 10 times worse. Um, I don't know one second, we'll see what he say more, okay. And then he went on to say, Johnny Jones went on to say, that's why we need to stick together and stop trying to defend every other race. We have no friends. We had to get that through our thick heads. Terry Sanders said, Dr. Umar Johnson said that when he visited China, he was aware of places where black folks weren't allowed to go. China has also established a few police stations in Ghana. So, uh, you know, both of those are powerful statements and I would say are, are found in fact. And Lisa and Derek, I think that y'all both articulated everything very, very well. It, the, the evidence is there. The evidence is there. Even when uh, Donald Trump went out and said, you know, this was the Chinese virus, you had a lot of us defending that. Uh, not defending what he was saying, saying, hey, why would you call it that? You know, you cause intention where tension don't need to be caused. Sure enough, because we, we're benevolent people, we love people, we want to defend people because uh, a lot of times in, in here, we're underdogs and throughout the world we're the underdogs. We understand what it's like for people to pick with us for absolutely no reason. We defended the Chinese. <clears throat> not all of us, but some of us. And look, Look how it turn around and blows up in your face. Mm. Now, that's not to say that everybody in China is against black folk, but I, I'm saying, you know, it's, it's, long, it's been a longstanding thing that these people are very intolerable mm -hmm. to uh, us coming over and visiting their country. And they'll let you know, walk up to you, they'll rub your hair. I mean, this has been things that have been uh, discussed way before this happened. Yeah. But with this happening, I think that that gives us uh, a, a real view of what we need to do. China has made a big charge to try to buy up as much of Africa as possible. 
And the Africans have been way too supportive in allowing that to happen. Now, you really see what these people are saying and doing to you. I've seen videos where they're beating mm-hmm. uh, the, their employees. And I've seen things where they, they talk about them, call them dogs, animals, monkeys, the whole nine. If you feel that way, okay, if you want to invest in my country, great. But we're going to work it. You want a factory here? The factory going to be all black. We can share in the resources. We have to learn to stop trying to be everyone's friend. And when I say we, I mean throughout Pan-African, uh, the Pan-African diaspora, mm-hmm. every single world. Um, I remember a few weeks ago, I had a cousin put something very derogatory up about blowing up China. And I still don't think that that was right what he said. But you understand some of that anger when you see things like this. It's almost like he had a crystal ball and saying, hey, I see how they feel about us. Right. I'm doing this. But we need to get off the tit for tat, even move away from the emotionalism, even myself. If we start to move forward having economic independence. See, we're too dependents. We're consumers. When Lisa just outlined, we're, we're going to get our clothes. We're going to get our J's. We're going to get our weeds. We're going to get everything you look at made in China. You also see people say, well, let's bring manufacturing back to the United States. The reason why they outsource and do all this stuff in China is to bring costs down. If they do bring manufacturing back to the United States, it's going to be a robot or something with AI doing the job. So, I still would probably prefer that than enriching another country or, or, uh, that doesn't respect us, you know, uh, whether it be Americans or in, in general, just black folk mm-hmm. in general. Uh, this is a great time for us probably start looking at ways that we could go into Africa and start opening businesses, uh, things that people are going to use all the time, even in America. Why don't we have any water treatment facilities? We should be providing water to people. We can go provide that over in Africa. Why well, won't have any electric companies? Let's start doing electric companies. You see what Akon's doing. He started his own city and he's having what his Acoin, right? right? He's not even going to use the Federal Reserve's money. He's not going to be in the central banking system. I didn't mean to say Federal Reserve, but the central banking system. And I think that the, he's putting a model together of what we can follow as a people. So uh, one thing I say, start learning money and how money works. We have to stop being affected by what people say and do to us. Now, that is unfortunate because that's a whole country that's against you. Right. But we have to stop being so sensitive about just little little things like like that thing floating around with the little teenagers talking about black folks. That affected me in no way. I could care less what two kids think, mm-hmm. you know. But when you talk about a whole country against you, China is just putting it out there. Donald Trump just put it out there. But this is how people have been feeling about you all this time. Stop trying to assimilate and be <clears> like and do Learn these financial systems. Take the mystery away from how they talk. Go take. We need to take Af- Africa back. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And so let's get my money. I'm gonna yeah. get my money straight here, so I can start building over there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, hay fever. You gotta. You, as a say, you gotta. You gotta yeah, announce it. Yeah. Uh, I just coughed. I got hay fever. I got allergies. Jesus Christ. That coronavirus. Yeah. We got some more uh, yeah, kind of go comments down here. Well, one more. Pastor Bubba Boy Cole said a large majority of black people in this country don't like or trust each other. They may like the idea of having thriving, uh, thriving economy, our community, but when it comes down to actually making it happen, they won't put the effort in. It's just talk. And you know, you got to, I agree with that. And the reason why that happens is that sentiment right there, not just yours, Patrick, but I understand even when I try to move forward within my family, you get a lot of kickback and things like that. You just have to find like minds. And you have to realize that Americans, and we are Americans here, and people in general are bandwagoners. 
people like to get on the bandwagon once yeah. you get the ball rolling. It don't take a whole bunch of people. We don't need everybody. We just need a few like-minded people to start moving and make moves and be earnest and for real in what they're trying to do. The first thing we got to do, let's make sure our money's coming in every single month. Let's unplug ourselves from a job and then let's start reinvesting in our communities. That's how you get it done. And then part of our community is Africa. Part of our community will be South America. But let's go. Let's take care of us here first and then move out and take care of Africa. And then when people come in, they got to pay a fee. That's how I look at it. Yeah, a few more comments, Dick Dashley. Uh, Johnny Jones said 100%. Veronica said there are whole marketplaces online as well as crowdfunding efforts that are wholeheartedly Black-owned. The fact is some people are not looking for the opportunities. They are looking for, I'm sorry, for uh, opportunities to complain and not doing something. I'd agree with that. Blacker pockets, we buy black. Heck, even, even our show, we are things that are promoting positive things or trying to do our best to promote positive images of black. Look, we need to stop saying blacks can't come together. That's not true. I believe, and this is just what I'm saying, you can talk about these millennials, but they spend money together. They understand it better than you do. And they ain't buying into going to college. They ain't buying into punching that clock at nine to five. To us, it seems crazy, but them kids be out there hustling and making their money. I feel you. But you know what? There's there's a layer too, and and that's all that's all one hundred. That's all facts. But then we have to also learn from mistakes we made in the past because we've had thriving. Uh, black communities and thriving economies and within these communities that were burned down because we didn't have the proper protection. We didn't have the proper authority. We didn't have the proper army. You know what I mean? So like when you have something like this in China because and, and, as well as when you had unarmed black people being shot in the street because we have no base that anybody fears. You know, them all them other delegates, you, you let an American delegate Something happened to him over in China. They're not going. They'd be scared to do anything because they know the U.S. government is coming over there and getting their guy. But what do we do? We don't have. That's why Africa is so important to have a base where we can come together, where people will respect and feel like, okay, if we do this to these black people, we don't want them coming over here with that. You know what I mean? We don't want. We gotta have. We gotta have muscle. You know what I'm saying? If if you if if you if you are a gambler, like if you are a and you 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 do bets, and when people lose, mm -hmm. people lose to you. You gotta have somebody that's gonna go collect the money. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's good to you know have a a business, but when somebody knock on your door, it was, we have to have that strength and that power. And I think that's one of the things that's missing. That's why they feel they can do us any old type of way anywhere because we don't have the strength or the, the power. To come together and say, "Nah, this ain't happening. Yeah. We just gonna march. We just want to march and sit in. That shit is is dead. You know what I mean? That's, that's facts. That is one hundred percent facts. I don't think sometimes it feels like we don't have enough leaders. We don't have enough people willing to step up and stop talking and start doing. We have a lot of talkers, like you guys said earlier. I think that what we need is more leaders, more more leaders to lead." And it's it's scary out here because of how how things can turn out. You know, you might you might die, you might lose your job, you might lose your home, you might lose 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 all these important things. So people are people may be scared to step out, but I think that that's what they want us to do. 
That's that's why that's why we are where we are. It's like a span a Spanish person, Span a Latin person could go back to their country. You know, they can go back to Mexico, they can go back to Puerto Rico, they might I mean not Puerto Rico but Cuba and but it's like Africa Africans here in America, we don't we can't go back because we fear. People fear going back to Africa because I feel like they fear what they see on TV or what they believe Africa f looks like or animals everywhere, people walking around naked, some poor feed, you know, the, the feed the children commercial. That's how people see Africa. So it's like, I ain't going back to Africa and be poor, live in no hut in the mud. And you ain't got to live. We, we, we have to have some kind of yeah. united fort. You got some more comments here, Dick Dawson? Yeah, yeah uh, the comment, first one's Jerome Jackson. He said, minus, minus the American dollar, the African-American prime dollar equivalent would be a great and powerful tool. He also said, if we all understood that right now is the time to take over some industries, we'd be rich. This is the time to do it, especially in a depressed economy like it is right now. Demetrius Gibson said, I feel you, D. We need to do more manpower. What's up, man? Veronica Thornton went on to say, I do believe there has been an ongoing awakening happening worldwide amongst melanated people. Hold on one second. I got to get her own full comment. Amongst melanated people. That's why there's a fight for Africa, amongst other things. Everything has come full circle. The pendulum is ready to swing the other way. And I agree with her. I agree with you, Lisa. I agree with Derek. You could, you could feel it. And we did have our own industries. But at a certain point, it was because we were forced to do it. So let's do it this time without force, mm -hmm. because once we're allowed to spend our money elsewhere, we never came back to spend it with each other. So if we knew that now, we knew that was the secret. We had our own hospitals, our own hotels, our own everything. We have to get back to that and, and not be the consumers. Derek, you, you hit it on the head. We don't have two, two types of powers, it's economic power and then there's military power. And it seems like we don't have both of those together. If we're talking about Africa. Okay. To make the analogy understandable, you know what I'm saying? You got a you got a dope house in the hood, you know what I mean? You you you, you get robbed, you gotta have somebody to protect you. You know what I'm saying? You got it goes hand in hand with a growing when once they see you all, oh, he making money. You know what's gonna happen. They're gonna come see you, so you gotta be able to protect what you got. Period point blank. Yeah, and I think that we need our soldiers. Yeah. You know and it's yeah, it's guys out here for this. There's these dudes out here. You know what I mean? You have to have it. You have to have it. We you know it, it, we didn't think of we didn't think we didn't think about it. We just wanted to be left alone. You know, the civil rights and everything. It was like, okay, they leave us alone, we good. Nah, that wasn't <laughs> enough. You know what I mean? We we should have thought like, oh, you know, they ain't gonna like once they saw us getting fancy cars and doing this, doing that, it was like, nah, we we we, we coming to burn it down. So you gotta you gotta build it, but you gotta also protect it, cause you know what they're gonna do. By any means necessary. You tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont Williams the first, Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. We were just talking about what's going on with the Africans in China, and we're gonna go ahead and keep this thing moving, Miss Lisa Lisa. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, kind of piggybacking off what you're talking about um the whole 
the whole discriminatory discrimination in the medical field between everybody, I'm not everybody, African Americans and white people, how we're now we're dying at a higher rate than white people of the coronavirus, COVID-19 or whatever you call it, the Roni, whatever. Uh, when I was reading, they were saying that as of Friday, African Americans died 30% more than whites. So when you die, when you come in there uh, and you die of the coronavirus, 30% of them are African Americans. So, you know, we're dying at a higher rate. And I think that. I just not because you're about, I saw in Michigan. I think it was like 40%. 40%? Yeah. Wow. And Michigan only is like, like 13% of the population is black. Yep. But 40% of the population of, of the people who are coming in with coronavirus are mm-hmm. dying. So go ahead. And that's just, how does that happen? You know? And I think a lot of it has to do with um, a lot of different factors. You know, uh, we don't, we're more likely not to have medical coverage. You know, uh, we're more likely not to go and get checked out. We don't go to the doctors before this was happening. We were scared to go to the doctors. So we're not going to the doctors. We're more poor. So things like this, it always hits the most weak. And that is the sick and the poor. You know what I'm saying? That also includes your your people in jail. So, you know, um, right now, they're trying to get a vaccine going on. So there's a woman by the name of Dr. I hope I'm saying her name right. Kizmika Corbett. And she's an African-American woman. She's 34 years old. And she is the top immunologist at, at the NIH. And she is the top scientist trying to uh, make a vaccine for the coronavirus. So, you know, she's quite the, the thing right now because really she's the only black person on the team and she's the only woman on the team. So, you know, she's pretty, she's pretty important. Sisters is doing it. You know what I'm saying? She's doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? I was reading up on her. She's very educated. She's a beautiful woman, melanin popping, you know? So, you know, I was like, okay. I feel proud. I feel proud to be a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's a beautiful thing. So, right now, she's kind of under fire for some things that she had tweeted back in February. And um, one of the things that she had said was that that this virus could be a genocide on black people. And then she went on to say in a separate pre- tweet that she had implied that the doctors would look over black Americans if ventilators were short supplies, they would let them die to give them to white people. You know, so now they're all the people, the, um, I can't remember what they're called, the, the head, the head of the, of the NHI, now they're investigating her tweets. And because they're saying that her speaking negatively on government issues could be a violation 
of her oath, basically. So now they're looking all over her and they're, and they're trying to find a reason to knock her down. But I just have so many different emotions, so many different feelings about this issue. You know, the thinker that I am, I'm thinking like, you know, they always going to put a black face in front of some bullshit. You know, so they trying to bring this black woman to attract black people to give us, give us this virus. I mean, to give us this vaccination to fuck us up. You know, so... Or is this black woman, once that wants to shit, once this virus, I mean, this vaccination come out, and let's say there's some negative effects from this vaccination, she's just going to be the scapegoat, you know what I'm saying? And they're already coming at her for some tweets that she said for her expressing her feelings. So if they're already on her throat now, you know, I just fear what may happen when this vaccination come out. And if there's some negative effects coming from this vaccination, which <clears throat> my personal feelings, there will be some negative effects coming from this vaccination. I digress. What's up, young young Derek? Son just tuned in. Dick Dawson. Hey, well, yeah, um, I I can see why they would probably want to silence her because. You know, nobody wants the truth out there. And just listening to some of those statistics that you said, you, Derek, you said what thirteen percent of people are black in Michigan, but or Michigan, but forty percent of the deaths are, are yeah. black related. That's yeah. just amazing. And that that tells you why they were waiting to put these figures out. They didn't want to give race statistics. It was it was had to be pushed to say, hey, we want racial statistics because what Lisa said holds water. Anytime you're doing that type of stuff, there the poor and people who look like us are always going to be adversely affected by it. And that's not to say that every black person is poor. They just know how sometimes how to somehow mix us in, in things. We just got a comment by Demetrius Gibson. He said, a part of me thinks uh, they know we as a community are going to get together as a community and do what we do. So social distancing isn't the main thought in our mind. We are built to get our family and friends together and fight anything that is thrown at us. And I agree with that. I mean, we are people who we've had to overcome everything as it mm -hmm. relates to dealing with colonialism. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when you have these people who are coming in, these colonizers coming in. So none of this surprises me. I'm glad that they do have a system who seems like she has the, the interest of people, right. all people. And that's but one of the things she said at, at the forefront. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was one of the things that she was uh, concerned about is that the team that have that got that they've got together to make this virus, this vaccination. I keep saying virus. <laughs> the the team they got together to make this vaccination. They're not there to serve the people. They're they're there to serve Trump. So. You know what I'm saying? This virus isn't going to do us. This vaccination isn't going to do us good. You know what I'm saying? However it goes down, it's really going to serve Trump. I kind of feel like Trump Trump was sitting there doting on her. And I'm not mad at him doting on her because she she should get recognition. What's up, Mr. Zana? I just feel like Trump is using this situation to to pacify the black community because we're so important. We don't realize how important they are, how important we are. You know what I'm saying? And Ms. Veronica Thornton just chimed in. People forget the way science works at times. 
Just like the flu virus, when they create a vaccine, it causes the virus to fight back, causing a mutation mm -hmm. in the virus, which is why you are never vaccinated for the current flu virus. You are vaccinated for the previous strain. I said peace, Miss Trezana Staples. Dick Dad, was you done with your point? For the most part, I was done. Okay, well, uh, let me let me just say this. You know, people know the, the relationship between, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, the black community and, and the and the health and the healthcare industry has has been as every other industry. You know what I mean? It's laced with racism. People know the hospital in their neighborhood. Everybody know that hospital that if you go to where you black, you mm -hmm. might not come out of. You know what I mean? And you know with Cleveland, you know it's mild suicide. You know they call it mild suicide. I want to say say what the name is. You know what I mean? But every every community has the hospital. So. Again, with this, what you pointed out the last segment, Rich, being that what this does is it's really been uh, heightening what we what we already know to be true. You know what I mean? So you seeing we already know that they they have studies where two a white person and a black person will go to the doctor, and and both be treated differently. You know what mm -hmm. I mean for for the same uh, symptoms. What they're saying is black people are not getting tested. They're going to the hospital. And I was I was just we was just watching this, and they're having symptoms, but they're not testing them. And, you know, they're leaving, and 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 they're not they don't have they're not sending the ventilators. Yeah, Trump just stated that he's 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 seen that there's a there's a large discrepancy in the people of black people that are dying, but they're not sending the funds and and the ventilators and that to these areas, and for two man. You know, black folks, we have to take better care of ourselves. You know, a lot of this, this coronavirus is deadly, especially to us because of a lot of us who have underlying symptoms, asthma, you know what I mean? A uh, 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 high blood pressure, diabetes. So if you already have these, these underlying symptoms, when you get coronavirus, pfft, you know, it's going to attack you, these people, the hardest. And we know that a lot of us have these things. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we, we got to take this shit serious, man. I, I mean, I don't want to call nobody's name up, but, you know, I'm at work. And I see people on break with their masks and their gloves down smoking a cigarette. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's like, is you going to take it serious or you're not? So part of this, you know, if you have, if we have underlying symptoms, and this and and it seems like the coronavirus is attacking those. If you got diabetes, you got asthma, you got uh, bronchitis, any of those type of things, you know, it's going to be hard for you. So we got to take care of ourselves, man. We got to we got to do the things to be healthy. And, and and then when you do get it, you know, of course, it'll be less likely for you to die. Yeah, you know, we got to pre preheat ourselves. Yeah, like, preheat the oven before you cook. We gotta preheat ourselves so when some shit go down like this, we're able to fight it. If we get if we get it, we're able our bodies is more susceptible to fight it. We're, we're more strong right. to fight these sorts of viruses. Now I ain't saying just because you're a vegan, vegetarian, or whatever, you're not gonna get it. No. But if you do get it, you'll be able to fight it. We got some more comments, Dick Dazzley. What's up, Pete? I'm only concerned with getting the country's economy going again, not the people. 
Veronica Thornton said, I would trust them to test or back. I wouldn't trust them to test or back vaccinate personally. They are diabolical at times in their schemes. Trezana Staples said, it's all about the money. Not a damn thing funny. You got to have a kind <laughs> in this land of milk and honey. Yeah, bars. Five. Bars. She had a... <laughs> anyway, well, I mean, overall, you already know uh, this. We know, I, I believe part of it too is black folks. We know that science hasn't had our best interest at heart a lot of times. So, when you talk about going to the doctors, we got to really be sick when we're ready to roll to the doctor. And I think that both of y'all outlined it very well. Like, we're less likely to be believed from symptoms. Uh, they think that we have a higher pain tolerance, especially when it comes to women. Uh, they they want to take it that, uh, you know, our stuff is not as serious as theirs. So one of the ways that we can safeguard against that is, is raising more doctors, getting more of our kids into the medical field. Um, owning some of these hospitals and things like that to make sure that they are taking our needs serious, you know. Yeah, and it's crazy that that statistic you, you gave with 14% and then 40%, it reminds me of the prison system. Mm-hmm. It's no coincidence that these numbers mirror each other, you know. It's, it's the way that society is designed to take advantage of anyone not knowing how to navigate society. We got some more uh, stuff here. Veronica Thornton said, not to mention, although there was no cure for a virus, it had just it just has to run its course. I'm not a medical professional, yeah. but I could have sworn I learned that in science. Jonathan Staples said right. disease or virus cannot live in an alkaline yeah. body. And, that, and, and that's why that's why you you don't hear anything about a cure. You only hear about a vaccine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 you know you wonder if if this so-called vaccine. Is, is is finishing properly, you know, what would be, how much is it going to be? What is it going to be? The parameters as far as is who gets it, when, you know what I mean? As far as they put, they put such an emphasis on a, a medical, a medical cures and, and not uh, her, habitual, you know what I'm saying? Or alkaline, like you saw about alkaline, like eating, taking care of ourselves, those type of things. You don't hear none of that. You hear from people, but you don't hear from the professionals because they want to put you, give you a pill. They want to give mm-hmm. you a shot. They want to be able to control that. And you know what I mean? When a lot of this stuff we can do ourselves, a lot of these things, you know, you, you, you get these herbal these herbal uh, elixirs that we can do in our own homes and take care of ourselves. And I think we definitely need to stress and, and, and educate ourselves and, and take ourselves, our health seriously. Most people weren't taking their health seriously before. Like, I just posted a meme that people worried about hand sanitizers and, and washing their hands, but, they, you know, they don't take care of themselves. They're not really concerned about their health. So, you know, when something like this comes along, it's like, boom. You know, I, you know, I had a cat tell me that, you know, he had cancer. But, you know, you don't take care of yourself. He's like, if I get... Uh, a coronavirus is a wrap, but yeah, but you're still smoking and you're drinking. What do you think is going to happen? Right. You know what I mean? It, it's all related. So you really got to take care of yourself, man. And, sure, sure. and, and you know, so when you, you can fight off any disease, any virus that may come into your body. You know, Rosanna Staples yeah. said we must be healthy, mind, body, and soul. Holistic, yes, uh, it is. He did. said nothing is pure. 
um, and the, Af- the African African Americans, we've always been the guinea pigs for experiments, and when when white folks are trying to figure out, call themselves trying to figure out um, medical instruments to use for surgery or whatever, they were they would make these tools and then use the guinea pigs, the prototypes on the slaves. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of the slaves will die. So, you know, this information is not too far off the realm of spectrum yeah. to me because knowing if you know your facts, you know what I'm saying, you know that African Americans have always been the guinea pigs for things. Um, there, there's something about us, there's something about our blood, there's something about our DNA that's just so great that they, you know what I'm saying, they always want us. White supremacy is crazy. Y'all say get out. Read the comments right there, Rick. Uh, we got, what do we have? We got Demetrius Gibson. He said, if there was a cure for everything, they won't be making any money, flat out. And Veronica Thornton said, the department, it sounded like my stuff falling back there. The Department of Defense is funding most of the companies that are creating the vaccine. Check the stock market, not the medical entities. The Department of Defense. CC went on to say pre-existing conditioning makes corona very deadly. Derek, you were talking about that earlier. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You tapped in on the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first, Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. And let me say this, man, real quick before we move on. Like, you know, you know, we, we talk about, you know, everything is a, a conspiracy theory this, conspiracy theory that, and you know, there's a lot of, you know, backlash for people. Look, man, I would rather people be more be pessimistic than to be accepting of everything you see and hear. You know, I think, and I think, Rich, you made a good point, and you made a great point. When you look at the history of this country, and you, and you know, you look at the things that have been done. Nothing is out of nothing is is out of the realm of possibility. So I would rather have people jump the gun on the conspiracy theories than accept everything at face value. You know, and I know people are like, oh, everything, everything, well, it's good that, it, it's like, if you ever, if you ever been in a relationship and somebody lied to you, well, you know, every time that, per, every time that person says something to you, you can't help but to think that it's a lie. And I think that, I agree, I think we you know, need to have that same So I think, I think it's good, I think it's better, I think, you know, people be, patient with you know i think it's better that we think whether maybe we overthink a little bit maybe you know everything ain't a conspiracy but i think we we're better off being alone in lines instead of being sheep and you that's I me mean? i think i could be considered a conspiracist or what have you but i question everything i think you got to i question everything even even when, when i'm even when i go back and read it i'm still mm-hmm. questioning because i don't know yeah, y'all lie you know. so much yep you don't got the lie, Craig. You lying like a baby daddy. Well, we lie too much. We're going to go ahead and get into the social media post of the week. Dick Dashley, take it away. Before we get off of this, uh, Trezana Staples said, read Medical Apartheid by Harriet Washington. Medical Apartheid by Harriet Washington. And Lisa, if people doubt you, they could go check out the father of gynecology. His name is Dr. J. Marion Sims. Mm-hmm. He experimented on enslaved African women in America 
didn't give him anesthesia or anything. They just yeah. took down his statue. He was on a pedestal in New York City. They just took it down this year. So yeah. if you doubt what she said, you just read about him, Dr. J. Marion Sims. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Uh, uh, TC went on to say, our ignorance is killing us. People actually made a post saying black people can't get it. Now, 5G is the is the corona, but I bet the same people buy those new 5G phones, iPhones. <laughs> you got a point. Uh, hey, so uh, social media post is really simple. I want to I want to know what the viewers been up to uh, during this lockdown. What how have you been using it to leverage it? Um, so here's the three things I want to know. What have you learned new? What are you going to do after? And then I know y'all been watching TV. So what show you to watch that you would have probably never watched? But you're like, this ain't that bad. So um, if I'm throwing myself in that, what I've been doing, I spent time today on a uh, conference call. So uh, I know y'all know I, I've been looking at stock options. But today I looked at Forex. I never really studied Forex before. But once I started looking at Forex today, the parallels and similarities between Forex and stock options are amazingly the same. You know, you, you have uh, a resistance, uh, you have a bottom line number, and, uh, you know, what we call in the money, they have different terminology for it. So it just kind of made me think, you know, and I've always said this, that these society creates disciplines in order to use their own jargon to make it diff difficult for people who aren't doing it every day to navigate it. However, once you learn one, you can extrapolate that over several different disciplines and kind of have an understanding. So you don't have to be, say, a Warren Buffett, but maybe you start delving into these things and start looking at uh, how to make this money because we want to make money when we sit at home. You know, right now, this is the time to become a millionaire in the depressed market. What's the goal? Buy low, sell high, right? And options is a little bit different and Forex is a little different because you can make money either way. So that's what I've been doing with my time. Um, as far as, uh, you know, what I've learned, I'll just say Forex. So that's kind of one and two. And then as, as far as a show that I never would have watched, that I watch, oh man, look at that. My flag gone. That's telling me something, ain't it? Uh, a show that I watched that I probably would never watch. I tried to watch the 100. And it was still awful to me, man. I, I couldn't get through uh, the, the first episode. I mean, just awful. It just got awful. I, I never watched that show. But I did enjoy Kenya Barris' new show on Netflix uh, called uh, Black AF. Um, episode five, if, you, if you're a pop, you need to watch it. Uh, the last two episodes, uh, seven and eight, when they're on vacation, is wonderful. So I digress. I'm going to read some of these, and then, Lisa, I, I want to know what you've been up to. Um, Trisana Sable said, don't believe everything you hear and only half of what you see. Uh, Veronica said, I don't understand Forex. It seems very confusing. You know, man, maybe once I get a little bit more well-learned, maybe I'll do a show on Forex mm -hmm. and show examples yeah. of how to screen it and the whole nine. Yeah, you so uh, as I learn, I'll share. I don't mind sharing. I ain't going to charge you for it. Because I don't need to be the only one out here making money. I want some people to look like me with some of the same ideals I have making some dough, too. Okay, Lisa, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. You should start, um, you should do a show on the stock, on how to invest and stuff like that. That would be a good show. A good uh, topic. Well, 
I agree with you. I agree with you. My ner- my my thing is though, I I have a license in a different discipline. Uh-huh. So if somebody lost money, I don't want nobody coming back. <laughs> so you gotta yeah. be careful because no good deed goes unpunished. I try to show love, and then people say they lost money. You can always lose money. All right. So I think that's why you have a lot of trepidation of people doing that. Certainly. I understand. So uh, what have I been doing? Yes, ma'am. So um, my basement was uh, leaking a little bit. And not real bad, just a little bit of drizzle here, a little bit of drizzle there. And uh, I have some projects I'll be working on. You guys know I got my table business. I've been trying to get up off the ground and some other projects I'm working on. And I kind of needed my own little space, so I kind of been painting my basement, putting my Africanness all up in it. So I've been doing that. And um, I've also been uh, kind of been working on some music. So i was uh, been reading up on some music, taking some online classes. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's what I've been doing. And what did I, what have I learned? Uh, I learned a lot about some music, terms. Um, I'm not done with the online classes, but I've learned a lot so far with, uh, as far as the music. And the last question was, what have I been watching? Yes, um, I'll show that. Why did you wouldn't you normally watch? What is it, Rick? Or you wouldn't normally watch. Like I said, mine was 100. It was awful, and I see why I don't watch it. <laughs> well, um, I haven't been really watching TV too much because i kind of been busy with this TV and this online class, so I haven't been really watching TV. And when I have watched TV, I'm kind of like setting my TV ways. I just watch what I watch, and I really don't be trying to watch nothing else unless you bring something to my attention or somebody. But I kind of just watch what I watch, and haven't been really watching nothing. I can't think. We've been more or less going back and rewatching stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hey, you know, if you got a new show, you know, but like, um, I don't know if anybody know that uh, on HBO, Rock Nation. I know they're part of it. They're doing a documentary series. On the Atlanta child murders, and uh, they're only up to season two, but I've been watching that. It's pretty deep, and then it made us go back and watch. I don't know if you hip to the show Mind Hunters. It's a show about serial killers. You know, I watched it before, but the season two is a lot had a lot to do with the Atlanta child murders. So we had to went back mm-hmm. and watch that, and then maybe go back and watch old episodes of Breaking Bad or Walking Dead or. Boondocks and stuff like that, you know, about more or less old stuff. And, uh, you know, I've been reading. I'm an essential worker, so I, I've been working. But, uh, you know, we had a couple couple different books right here you might want to see right there. Been in on that, what I told y'all about last week. Artificial intelligence. What does it yeah. say? Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Dangerous to humanity. That was, like the, that was the book I was telling you about last week. The man Cyrus Parsa. Just got that in the book. Let me put this one out. I've been reading this one too, The Christ Consciousness. You know what I mean? Just doing some reading. and Because uh, everybody on television, I, I like to read. That, that's that's yeah. important yourself. We got a comment here. Derek, 
uh, D.L. Williams said, I learned what's really going on in America and China. And it's scary. Artificial intelligence is on its way, like it or not. And you know what? If we're prepared, it don't have to be scary. If we're yeah. relying on jobs, it could be very, very scary. But it's coming regardless. Shoot, let, let's start making our money on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's up, Cherie Robinson? Veronica Thornton, I asked her directly what she'd been up to. She said, thinking of a master plan. Just found out I already had a plan. So now it's just implementing it. The plan to attending webinars to help me implement what she's doing. Then I just found out how to work my smart TV. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all you got to do is ask a seven-year-old, right? Work my smart TV <laughs> that, I've been over, uh, that I've had over a year and found all these free streaming services that I still haven't watched. <laughs> hey, y'all, so we just ask y'all, and I, I get back to y'all, what you been doing, doing this, helping improving yourself, watch the show you ain't seen, and what have you learned? And I kind of cut y'all off. Finish your thought, nah, please. No, yeah, you, you, we was pretty. I was pretty much done. It's just that you know, I need to get, I need to get this push-up game together. You know what I'm saying? The gym's closed up. I need to go ahead. I, I, I started off last week trying to get my push-ups in the morning, like I've been doing. You know what I mean? But as far as you know, as far as something particularly that I've learned, um, you know, I learned that. Every day, man, I learned that people are just, you know, people are, are I don't want to use the word crazy, but I, I've just been paying attention to the world around me so much more. And, you know, I, I have to say, man, I just, you know, some days I have good days, some days I don't, you know, just what I've been seeing, you know, the behavior and things that's going on around is just. You know, the energy is just crazy. I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if anybody else has been going, you know, kind of going through the motions like that. But, you know, it's just, it's it's, it's hard to put into words. Humans. You know, yeah, that's all you can say. That's you all know. I say. When y'all see, when y'all look on my page and y'all see me with the word humans, just know, humans. You just. Hey, y'all, you already know how I feel about that. Veronica says she's basically just starting a business. Terry Sanders said, we've been watching Nollywood films. I feel so good having a choice. Queen Sony is the whip. Okay. Queen Sono is the whip. So uh, I haven't watched that yet. I guess, is that Queen Sono? Is that on Netflix? Is that what he said? No, I think he said Nollywood. What's Nollywood? Yeah, come on. Put us on the game. I think Nollywood, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Terry. I think Nollywood is like movies that are made in Africa. And they have Africans like that live in Africa mm. doing being the star in the films, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong though. But I was I seen something like that on YouTube. It was one video I saw. It was a pretty good video. I mean a pretty good movie. Yeah, I seen one. It was one I I, I hate the I can't think of the name of it, but it was a real good movie. Ooh, excuse me, it was it was set in Africa, the mm. African cast, and it was it was funny. It was real nicely uh, active yeah. and everything. It was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I just thought I'd, I'd take it. <clears throat> I treat everything like, but I would take this time. I mean, this is just me. Oh, I bought an online course. Me, me, and and uh, and my children. Uh, Derek Grace the um, second. You know, he's the one that invented the in-home banking game. So we started that as a family as well. And what he does is uh, he teaches self-defense. 
kind of what you were just talking about. You got to learn how to protect yourself and then how to navigate and make money, especially in this. It's called the post-Trump pack. How to make money during a situation like this. So um, he's a young man, about 30 years old, but I'm, I'm impressed by what he, at least what he said and the, his authenticity. You talk so, about the brother with the tattoos, the one to do the kid with his kids. The one with all the tattoos and yeah, his kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that was showing his daughter how to shoot? Yeah, and yeah. he had the crazy right, hair? Right, right. All right, yeah. I did see that when that guy was selling it, but I see it on Facebook, so yeah. I wasn't for sure if it was real or what was going on, but now I know it's real. Yeah, he was featured in Royce the Five Nines uh, last uh, CD. Yeah, a couple. Well, of so my whole thing, I guess, is just uh, making sure I fortify myself. Y'all know I ain't punched the clock in a few years, and I want to make sure I don't have to. So, in doing that, I gotta diversify just as a person. And I, I think that all of us should have certain side things that we're doing that's bringing in pay outside of uh, going to a nine to five. You know, I'm not going to say it's going to necessarily replace a nine to five, but a little bit of extra money doesn't hurt. And if we could get it, if I could get these things on the side to take over what I pay monthly in bills, then I've won. And then take the money that I have and invest. Uh, Trezana said, Nollywood is Niger Nigerian and Ghana movies. Yeah. And uh, Terry said, Nigerian Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that I learned about myself on a personal level I don't want to say I learned it because I think I already knew it. You relearned it. I, yeah, relearned it. It's that I'm just not built for a nine to five. I'm not. And like, I'll get a job and it'll be cool. But the way my mind, the way I be thinking, the way I be feeling, I'm like, I just, I need to be my own boss. I need to have my own. <laughs> and. I think that comes from my father. The one thing he always told me growing up, he had his own business at one point for a long time growing up. He was a, he's a barber, so he had his his own, you know what I'm saying? He was his own, he rented his booth, so he was his own boss. He came and go as he wanted, and he had a great clientele, things happen, whatever. It's a different story. And he just always installed in me that he didn't like working for anybody. He didn't like nobody telling him where to go, what what to do. So he just always had his own hustle. And his hustle was cutting hair. So he always had his own business, his own shop, or whatever. And he just installed that in me. So when I go to a nine to five, even when my job is easy, I just it's just not for me. It's not. So I I I think that has not think I know that that has fuel my fire to get my business going, to get back in the passion of doing my tables and pictures and things of that nature. I kind of fell off of it and lost the passion after my mom passed, but I'm ready. Let's go. You tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first, Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. Again, want to thank everybody, man, who commented, chimed in. Like I said, like the video, share the videos, man. We're trying to push the platform as far as we can get it. We're trying to do what we, we're trying to tell it like a TIA is like only like we can. You know what I mean? So, you know, I appreciate the love. Everybody, Dick Dashley, we had to get together on them, on them stock options and everything. And, uh, 
I just want to tell everybody, man, tell the people out there you love them because tomorrow's not promised to anyone. All peace, all love, all day. Peace.